0: story with manifestation and learning about it and hearing about it for the first time was definitely in high school when that movie that book the secret was everywhere and I watched a movie saying basically you create your life you are in control of your life and for some reason it's it was earth-shattering it was like what I'm in control of my life (laughs) I don't know what I thought before but it was a mind-blowing, completely mind-shifting change of perspective experience that totally changed the trajectory of my life and what I believe. And so since then, so maybe fifth, okay, like 18 years ago, I don't know, am I that old? Um, maybe 18 years ago, I started researching and understanding what manifestation is, and My beliefs have changed about it many times through the years because sometimes when you're not getting the things you want, you're like, oh, this is bullshit. But ultimately, what I have learned is that we are on this earth to co-create our life with our creator, with God, with the universe. We are here to co-create with God. We do 50% and then God answers with the other 50%. Our job is to figure out what we want, what we don't want, get clear, get insane clarity of what we want. And then when the time is ripe, and we don't know that time, when the time is ripe, that's when God answers with the other 50% or doesn't answer based on what is in our highest benefit. And we don't always know what's in our highest benefit, but I truly believe God does. God knows exactly what we need or don't need or for our soul growth, for our highest benefit. There is this quote that says, When the conditions are favorable, the potential becomes the actual. So when the conditions are favorable, we don't know what all the conditions are. We don't know all the conditions that are favorable. God does. God knows all the conditions that need to get in line, that need to get in place. And then when the potent, that is when the potential can become the reality. That was an amazing quote that I needed at the exact moment in my journey to help me surrender. Because the hardest part about manifestation is knowing what is in your control and what is not in your control. And my... Simplest answer is what feels good. If you're trying to achieve these huge, massive career dreams and you're feeling like you're doing more than your 50% share and you know God is doing the other 50%, but say you feel like you're doing 100%, but it feels good, you love the hustle, you love the grind, that's amazing. Do that. Keep doing that. But if you are burnt out, you are running on fumes and doing 100% when you should be doing 50%, it feels horrible and you are not thriving, stop it, stop doing it. How you feel is your greatest communication system from your body. So a really good example with this is, I haven't gotten pregnant in many years and I basically have never really felt the call to go into science and like do IVF because that does not feel good to me, <laughs> it feels gross to me. I look at it and I I personally, this is just my personal opinion, I look at the path of IVF as suffering and pushing and pushing and pushing. That's doing more than 50% of control. This is just my opinion. I'm sorry if like, you feel triggered by this because you did IVF. But this is how I know what is right for me, what is not right for me because Imagining doing IVF feels horrible to my spirit and to my soul and to my emotional system. And so those feelings of whether it would feel good or bad is our intuition of what we should be doing or not doing. So those feelings are our clarity. Our first job, our first step in manifesting whatever we want in our life is gaining the clarity of what feels good, what we want. It's clarity of what makes you happy or what you think will make you happy. If you don't know what you want, the universe doesn't know what to give you. Our job is to gain radical clarity on what we want to manifest. That's the first step. And honestly, a lot of people don't even do that step. They don't understand that clarity is the most important step so i'm a photographer or was am i don't know i'm like getting trying to just do a lot less of it so i have space to you know make room for other things in my life i am very very clear on what types of photography i like to capture and what i don't okay i thrive and i love capturing little children in their home obviously i mean the full family but the feelings I have when I'm taking pictures of families in their home and getting those candid pictures, that's my everything. It fills me up. It makes me so happy. But taking pictures of a child in the middle of a field where you know there's no candid emotion necessarily, that's draining. Actually, engagement photos in a field is probably the, my biggest example of what's draining to me. Because with engagement sessions, I feel like I have these two people that are in love, but they're in middle of nature and I have to like create this energetic bubble of getting them to like laugh and wear their heart on their sleeves when adults don't wear their hearts on their sleeves necessarily. Like typically you need like a shot of alcohol to just let your guard down. So for me personally, taking engagement pictures in a field in the middle of nowhere feels more draining to me it's not life-giving versus taking pictures of little kids in their homes candidly that is life-giving to me it fills me up and makes me so happy makes me so blissful and that is a very good example of i'm very clear on how i feel about these two different scenarios so that is how i have used like clarity in manifesting specific needs and wants in my business of photography. I don't want engagement photography because I don't like how it feels. And that's it, that's the only reason. And that's the only reason you need. I love taking pictures of children because I love how it feels. So how we feel is our communication tactic from our body. That's how we learn what we want in this life. And a huge process of finding what we want is experiencing The things we don't want say you have an experience and it's it's not enjoyable you just learned what you don't want that's valuable that's so valuable and then you have an experience that you love you just gained more like data on what you love so how you feel about things tells you whether you want them or you don't and you can be as picky and specific as you want this is your life the next step is discovering what the feeling is that you're actually seeking what is the feeling okay just say you want more money that is a classic manifestation story right i want more money well why do you want more money most people most people when they get down to it it's about feeling this sense of freedom to do whatever I want whenever I want to I can get on a plane and go here or there and I can stay at a five-star hotel what is the feeling you are seeking for me many years ago when I thought I wanted to be a parent the feeling I was seeking was greater happiness that is the truth of it that's the truth of it I was simply seeking more happiness so years into not getting pregnant, I finally realized, oh my gosh, I'm seeking this greater happiness feeling, but I could be achieving that right now. What am I doing? I, Before having a baby, I could be doing all these things that add to my happiness. I don't need a baby because I am just seeking a feeling. That is what we do throughout our whole lives and days is we are either... Seeking feelings or getting rid of feelings or wanting to get rid of feelings, we really only do things to gain feelings or lose feelings. So now that I realize that, oh, I wanted a baby just to become happier, which, you know, by the way, I think you get happier, but you life also gets so much harder, and people aren't ready for that, you know that straddling that heaven and hell basically is what I've been told. So I have made it my focus to become so extremely happy because that's ultimately what I was seeking and I am in that space. I've never been more happy and when you look at it in those terms, I did manifest the happiness I was seeking, just not in the form I thought it would come in, but I have no complaints. I feel the happiness level that I really have always wanted to feel. So I did manifest what I wanted. So say you want to manifest a different house or a bigger house or a better house, whatever reason you want a different house. What is the feeling you want to feel when you are in this new house? Because that's actually what you're chasing. You're not chasing this physical thing you are chasing the feeling you want when you are sitting and experiencing this new house. So what can you do today that can bring in those feelings? What can you do today that can capture some of that feeling you are chasing? Next, I want to talk about how your brain doesn't actually know the difference between when you close your eyes and you envision what you want and when you open your eyes and you are experiencing what you want your brain doesn't know the difference so there is a science study that i got this information from dr joe dispenza he is the og with this information okay dr joe dispenza one time i was listening to a podcast episode i think it was lewis Howes, the school of greatness this was maybe three years ago ish and dr joe was saying that there's this science study and this he is a neuroscientist, I believe. So this guy knows what he's talking about. He does science studies on all of this stuff. Everything he teaches about manifestation is science-backed. So if you really want more information, you need to seek this guy out. But anyways, he was talking about this science study that they did where they did brain scans of people playing the piano and they did brain scans Brain scans of these people while playing the piano. Then these people stopped playing the piano. They were nowhere near a piano. They closed their eyes and imagined they were playing the piano. And the brain scans were the exact same. The brain doesn't know what it is imagining or what is actually being seen with the eyes. This is one of the most powerful tools of manifesting, is envisioning the feelings you want to manifest with that new job or that new house or the baby. Because your brain doesn't know that it's, that it's not real. So a big part of manifestation is that where thoughts go, energy flows. Wherever you put your thoughts or your attention, that is what comes back to you tenfold. So if you can spend time envisioning and pretending you have your manifestations right now, that is how it is going to manifest in your life. The energy is going to come back to you tenfold. If you keep saying, I want more money, I want more money, you will only attract back situations of like lack and not abundance where you will keep saying, I want more money. I want more money. You have to start envisioning and acting like you have the money now. That is how the vibrations of the universe work. You have to write in your journal, I have so much fun with money every single day. I love to do this with my money. I love to do that with my money. You have to pretend and act like you have the money right now. Or there is this tactic I've heard before where... If money is your focus, you could put a $100 bill in your wallet and say you're at the grocery store and you're kind of like really concerned with prices and it's like, ah, $6 for, you know, this granola or something. Well, you have $100 in your wallet. You can afford that granola. It's not that you can't afford that granola. It's that you are choosing not to. So it's coming from this mindset of I can afford this, but I am choosing not to buy it. That is a whole different frame of mind than, oh, that's too expensive. I can't spend that money. No, you can spend that money and you have that money. You just want to spend your money on something else and that's fine. So about 10 years ago when I moved from Michigan to Arizona to restart my photo business, I fully used these tools of manifestation to restart my business. I I was very clear on how many weddings I wanted to shoot per year. Um, I think I even had an intention of like, oh, I want six weddings a summer in Michigan and then like 10 in Arizona in the winter or something like that. I was so clear on how many weddings I wanted and where And it's very important when you're very clear is to open it up to the universe and say, or something better or whatever you want for my highest benefit universe. You don't wanna cap yourself because sometimes the human mind cannot dream big enough. Sometimes we limit ourselves because we don't know what's possible. We put a cap on what is possible. So I think I would write in my notebook something like, thank you universe for these 10 or more Arizona weddings in the winter, I love all of my couples, they're so easygoing and beautiful and amazing and they turn into my friends, like I was so clear on that they weren't bridezillas and 10 or more weddings, I didn't wanna cap myself. And I'm telling you, I always hit my goal. I don't, okay, I do know how because I was very clear on telling the universe what I want. I was very clear. I want this many in Michigan. I want this many weddings in Arizona. And I want this type of client. I want an easygoing client. I don't want a bridezilla client. I wouldn't use the word bridezilla because I don't even want to put that energy out into the universe. But I would say an easygoing bride and groom and now they're my friends and we're all interested in the same things and we get along so well. I had insane clarity on where I wanted my weddings and what the clients were like and when I wanted even more travel weddings I put that intention out there. I said I have at least one Europe wedding a year or one time what happened was I was going to Europe for fun. I was like ah universe please send me a wedding like ASAP to cover all my Europe expenses. And I swear to God, like within one day or two, I booked this higher end wedding that covered all of my expenses for my trip to Europe. It wasn't a Europe wedding, but it just, I got that money into my bank account so that I could have this awesome three week Europe trip. But at the same time, I have said for years, I want a Hawaii wedding, I want a Hawaii wedding. And I never got one. And when I look back as to why, I have only ever been to Hawaii with my husband on amazing, amazing vacations where I had complete relaxation. And I just kind of feel like the universe is like, Leah, just save Hawaii as your beautiful little bliss land of vacation. Like you don't have to work there. You don't have to go there to work. Just go for vacation. And then I realized that In Hawaii, everything is so green, so, so, so green, that for photographers, super green environments are so hard to photograph in, especially for skin tones. The green grass and the green foliage, it reflects green onto the skin and it's so hard to edit. So then I I had to be honest with myself and I'm like, would that even be my dream? Would shooting in that insane green forest even be my dream? No, I don't think so. Shooting in the desert, like here in Arizona is my dream because it's so perfect for skin tones. But that's just a side note. So some exercises of envisioning is obviously just laying down, closing your eyes and truly envisioning how it would feel, you know, to have your romantic partner of your dreams. How would it feel to have a baby or your perfect dream job? and envision and feel, it's a feeling. You have to capture that feeling. But another way that I use envisioning is, I, I, okay, a few things. I write in my notebook as if it's here. So I write, thank you universe for this amazing, beautiful baby. She's so happy, she's blah. I write everything that I want as if I have it now. And I write it as like a gratitude list. Thank you universe for this. Thank you universe for this. Thank you universe for this that's one thing i do another thing i do is i write in my notebook my instagram caption as if i just gave birth to my baby and what i would say like what i would really honestly say in my instagram caption after i gave birth like what would i imagine saying and i know exactly what i want to say so i write in my notebook my instagram caption it sounds so funny but I mean, this is how I make it a reality and how I capture these feelings and how I envision the future. So I write down the Instagram caption that I want to post and I write it now before it's even a reality. And then I have a friend who's waiting for her love, her partner of her dreams to come into her life. And I've asked her, have you written like an Instagram caption of your future wedding day and like what you would say. Or uh, another example is like the, okay, the text that people send out after they have their baby, like so-and-so is in the world, you know, they're happy and healthy and whatever, is imagining like that mass text that you would send out. Things like that. And you can get creative, get creative. And the whole purpose of this is that the universe literally responds to your vibration. The universe literally responds to your thoughts. So if you are immersed in your future world, in your future self, obviously not 24 hours a day because you need to live, but like 15 minutes a day, the universe is going to respond to those thoughts, to those feelings and vibrations. That is the basis of quantum physics. I am not a I am not a doctor, I am not a scientist. But if you are in, want to get into the science of this, this is straight up quantum physics. The universe responds to what you put out into the world. Whether it's negativity and you, you know, feel like you are a victim to your life circumstances and you have no money and everything keeps happening to you and you know when it rains it pours and pour me and pour me that is what the universe is going to keep giving you it's going to keep giving you circumstances in which you think you are the victim and you feel like you're you're the victim because you are immersed in victimhood all day the universe is going to keep giving you victimhood consciousness back to you it listens to the vibration you are putting out whether it is positive or negative, you will get back what you put out. So the next step I wanna talk about is once you are so clear on what you want in your life, what you wanna manifest, what you wanna bring in, and once you know the feeling and you envision this feeling and this life, is your day-to-day life, your actions contradicting the things you actually want? Are you telling the universe that you want this one thing, but then your action in your daily life is literally the opposite and it's sending the universe mixed messages of what to bring to you? Let's talk about some examples. So say you have this crush on this guy, you know you're you wanna manifest a love partner. You have this crush on this guy and there's this party going on and you know he's gonna be there and you're thinking about going or not. <laughs> and, I don't know, maybe you have reasons about going, like you're too nervous, but you want to go because you wanna see your crush. Well, in my opinion, your 50% control in that situation is putting yourself out there, is going to the party. But kind of what happens at the party or whether the guy is actually there is the universe's 50%. But say you chose not to go to the party you are not showing the universe in action of what you want because not putting yourself out there is not in alignment to your ultimate goal obviously there's other factors like if you're sick like you shouldn't be going to the party there i'm not saying it's black and white But if you are just nervous about going to the party and be like, no, I don't want to put myself in an uncomfortable situation and you choose to forego going to the party and putting yourself out in the world to meet someone, you are not doing your 50% of the bargain. You are not doing your 50% of control and free will. Another example is what I am like living through right now in this moment is knowing I have to cut the cord from photographing weddings I've known this for many years. I've, you know, dwindled my amount. I have I only have a few each year now. But I I I have recently gotten even more clarity that I need to cut the cord. So the minute I decided, yes, I am cutting the cord. I am not doing any weddings. The next day, I got this this client saying, "Hey, I just signed the contract like I sent it a month ago and she just responded and is like, "Hey, here's the contract, here's money." And I was like, oh my gosh, what? I was like, is this a test universe? Because and it and it kind of was. I don't know that the universe tests you, but it is everything is here to give you more clarity and to help you and to help you learn. And to help you learn how you feel about things. So this person was like, here's the contract for the wedding. And in that moment, I had to just I had to figure out what I wanted. And I know. I need to cut the cord with weddings so if i said yes to this person i am literally contradicting what i want in life what i want for my future and if i say yes i am literally recreating my past and i am not creating a future so if we want a new future if we want this new territory of newness and new experiences and to be a new person We have to stop making the same habits and decisions that we've made in our past. I have to stop saying yes to weddings because I want a new future. I don't wanna recreate my past. This is the similar concept to what Dr. Joe Dispenza says about creating a new you, like this future you, you envision, the only way to do that is you have to break the habit of being yourself which means you have to stop doing the same actions you did today and yesterday. You have to do a new action to create a new you. You have to break the habit of being yourself if you want to create a new you. So I have to make different decisions if I want a different future. I can't keep repeating my past. And if I said yes to this wedding, I would straight up be giving the universe the wrong idea with my actions. It would, I would be giving the universe the wrong vibes because I don't want more weddings. So saying yes to a wedding would tell the universe, I want more weddings when that's not what I want. I have to align my action with my wants. I have to align my action with what I want to manifest. And even if you don't know what you want to manifest... You just have to stop doing the things of your past. You have to stop making the same choices and decisions as your past because you will just continuously create the pattern of your past. So are your actions aligned with the future that you want? Are you acting today as if you are in your future, that you have your manifestation The other piece to this is that a lot of times we set our own conditions to the universe. So we set conditions that cap the universe. Sometimes, you know, if I said, hey, universe, I want 10 weddings, but say I'm capable of taking 25. I literally just capped myself. And sometimes we just set these conditions that we're not aware of. So one example for me personally is I have been very aware of this condition I have set for myself with being a parent. I have always been super clear that I want to be a parent when my husband and I have the strongest relationship and bond. And I don't feel like we've had one until this year. Like it took that many years to create this stable foundation in which I'm not, in which I don't think parenthood would break us now. Because I feel like we have been too fragile that adding this huge stressor into our lives could have broken us. And I have always been so upfront with that condition. And I do believe that one condition could have prevented me from getting pregnant years ago. But ultimately, what I want is to be a parent when we are the strongest, so we are a team. That's what I want. And I'm very clear on that want, but that want could have totally delayed things years, but happily, happily, because I don't want a child that would break us. And that's still always a possibility because a child is a stressor, but I don't think that would happen. And I think that would have happened years ago. Another example of this is, say you want to manifest your love partner. Well, say you've been doing a lot of self-help, a lot of inner work, and you set this condition on when I am completely healed and when I am perfect, I will be ready for my partner. Well, that will never happen because you'll never be perfect and you'll never be 100% healed. So maybe that is, maybe that is a condition you are setting that might never bring in your partner. I don't know that it would be that powerful. But sometimes these conditions can be ludicrous because you will never be 100% healed never and you will never be perfect you will never be perfect and that's probably a whole other lesson on accepting yourself for exactly who you are and where you're at because that's the only way a partner will love you is if you love you exactly how you are and where you're at a really amazing resource for this topic of manifestation and law of attraction which is also what it's called is abraham hick's They have books and they have YouTubes. They have amazing information. I have consumed a lot of their information and there is this one quote that has always stuck with me, okay? It says, when you wake up in the morning, do you want, at breakfast, do you want all three of your meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner at breakfast and to eat them at breakfast? Do you wanna eat all three of your meals at breakfast at one time? No, you you don't want that. You don't want that because it wouldn't be enjoyable. You want each meal perfectly spaced out so you can enjoy it. That is how the universe brings our manifestations into our lives. One at a time so we can fully enjoy them. That is the design and it's so perfect. Perfect. If we got everything we wanted at one time, at one time, whoosh, everything came rushing in and we got everything we wanted at one time, we couldn't even enjoy it. We couldn't even enjoy everything given to us at once. This is all designed so perfectly. The last piece of this is what I discussed in the episode. I think it's episode three, The Glitch of Manifestation. And it's the concept and kind of the root of a lot of our manifesting trouble is that the truth is that we at the core of it don't believe we deserve to have a life of our dreams most of us have self-worth issues that we think no why me I don't deserve that what I don't deserve to make three million dollars a year (laughs) I don't deserve it I'm not good enough I'm I'm not enough I think 99.999% of us have these self-worth issues and that's usually the block to manifesting everything we desire is when you are focusing on all the things you want and everything you want in your life. If you listen to the little voice inside your body or your head that says, why me? You don't deserve that. There's this little voice that's negative and says, who do you think you are? That is a lot of times a voice that's hard to deal with. But I would be aware of this voice and maybe talk back to it and maybe write a letter to it and say, you know, where did you get that idea that you don't believe you deserve this $3 million a year job? Where did you learn that? And then there's other tactics like you could do hypnosis to get to that voice that is in your subconscious mind that is in your deepest belief systems about yourself hypnosis gets to that voice and you can rewrite that voice there are tactics that you can do so i'm going to summarize what i talked about because i feel like it was pretty heavy and intense because i think i explained everything i learned in like 15 years of this topic so the first thing is that you have to get clear on what you like and don't like and what you want and what you don't want. And when you learn things you don't want or you have a negative experience and you're like, oh my gosh, I do not want that, I do not like that. That's very important data. Don't dismiss these negative feelings or these negative situations because it helps you learn what you like and what you don't like. And that is the information you need. Then discover what is the feeling behind what it is you are actually seeking if it's money what is the actual feeling that you think the money will give you if it's a love partner a baby a job what is the feeling you are hoping to feel and nail that down and see if you can get that feeling into your life now Sometimes it's very easy and very possible to bring in that energy now. So say you want a baby, you can start hanging out with babies. You can become a nanny and surround yourself with baby energy. There's things you can do. Then figure out ways how you can envision and capture those feelings in your life now. So can you write in your notebook like a gratitude list as if you have your dream life? Like, thank you for... This car that I have, thank you for this beautiful child that I have, you can write Instagram captions. Like I said, that's something I do. And I also just close my eyes and envision my current house with children in it. And I let my mind daydream. Because remember, your brain doesn't know the difference between what is real and what it's seeing with its eyes or what it is envisioning with its eyes closed you tell your body what it is experiencing and that is so cool so next are your actions aligning with what you want or are you contradicting yourself are the actions you're doing giving mixed messages to the universe have you set conditions have you capped yourself have you set conditions like Universe, I only want this thing when, you know, I feel this skinny about my body. I want to meet my partner when I am this weight. Those are conditions that we could set and we, don't, we might not even know. I'm going to close out by reading a paragraph that I wrote about a year ago. I was just writing to God, I was writing to my intuition, and just thanking God for my life, my manifestations, and how blessed I feel. And this is how it goes. Thank you, God, for showing me my co-creative ability with you. We are a beautiful team, you and I. I find what I want and what I don't want. I become clearer and clearer, and you fine-tune the timing for my highest potential that I don't have the foresight to see. We are a team. I understand that now. Thank you.